Yeah. Oh right, I thought it was. <laughs> it was like I can't remember. That's a very stable piece of Oh, it was for like it was like the whole of year five or, or year six. It might be year six actually. The whole of one year and all of eco council. Oh, were you on eco council? No. I wasn't yet. You were, weren't you? I wasn't in anything. I think it was year three when I was. I wasn't, I was only um, house captain. I wasn't school council or eco council or like yeah, librarian or whatever. There wasn't any librarians in It was St Matthew's. No, there was something to do with the library. It was like cleaning library or something. No, there was one that was um, collecting posts from the library at Christmas. There'll be that then. Yeah. Actually, I did that once. You went and posted Christmas cards in the library. <laughs> yeah, I did that. That was a well fun. Yeah. Tell you what, there's more here than I anticipated. I thought it was going to be like hardly anything. What's Is it say? Like, yeah, it's a hidden gem, as they say. I, I didn't know there was something like this so close to us. No. I did. I knew it was here, but I've never been. And I've been wanting to I come for so long. Like we had to sit on that bench and then we had I to draw this lake. It was really annoying. You had to do what? Draw it? Draw it. Is that a fish? Look at yeah, massive, massive goldfish in there. Hello, folks. Here's the latest Radio Stockton Heath podcast. It's not been quite as frequent as I'd hoped it would be, certainly not over the last few months, but there's a lot of stuff going on, so I'm having to do these as and when I can. Anyway, here's a confession. When I was around 11 years old, my older brothers and their mates and I slept overnight in what was then a derelict mansion in Appleton. Well, I say Appleton. Really, it was on the border of Appleton and Grappenhall. It was a warm summer's evening when we walked to it across the fields above Dell Lane. You know, it's only just occurred to me what a relevant and idyllic name Dale Lane is, though the reality of what was then a council estate is in juxtaposition to the rural idyll that it conjures up. That is massive. Do you think it's a shark? Do you get gold sharks? No. Yeah, we had to sit down somewhere and we had to draw the trees. It's great. It's such, such a fun day. <laughs> well, you know, such we a great day while everyone else was like watching films. You know. Well, I'd prefer to be there. I would prefer to be films. here than watching films. This is delightful. And they were practicing for. The then newly built council estate was in stark contrast to the large, sprawling, wealthy estates of prominent local businessmen of the 19th century. I can't remember how old I was then, probably 11 or 12, something like that, and was around 1973-1974. Anyway, we crossed over Lumbrook, myself, my brothers and their mates, and headed over the farmer's fields across to Lumbrook Road and then down the long and winding dirt track to Pickford's, as the mansion was known, after it had been used for years by the removal company of that same name, Pickford's. It was now derelict and had been for a long time, its windows and doors boarded up, but not boarded up enough to stop early teenage excitement and innocence. It never occurred to us that wandering round the empty rooms of the mansion was illegal, wrong, to be honest, dangerous. It didn't feel dangerous, it felt exciting. Well, it says deep water, but I can see the bottom of it here. So it's probably about, that looks about three, two, two to three feet, metre. Uh, I don't know how big feet are. 
Well, that's what I say about a metre. That is not a metre. Is it not? No. A metre's about... A metre's about, like... About that? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No, it's not. Those are the sticks that you get out Well, a metre, a metre's three you, and a half feet. It's when right? you do, like, a long step is apparently a metre. Yeah, but it's how long your legs are. Like, whee! Well, it does get deeper as it goes out, you can see, because there's plants at the bottom yeah. you can just about see, but as you go further, you can't Whoa, see. Whoa, that is actually really deep. Around 10 of us were there, and we planned on sleeping overnight. As the warmth of the setting sun grew colder, it didn't seem such a good idea then, though. But I couldn't walk back on my own in the descending darkness, so we stayed the night. There was no sleeping, mainly because the police came along, after receiving a call, no doubt, of a gang of lads, having been seen entering the mansion around about 8pm, maybe later. When the police came, we had to be very quiet. We hid in the attic and kept as silent as possible. We didn't dare breathe as we listened to the police a few feet below us, walking the top floor, looking for us. Oddly, their voices sounded nervous to be there, at what was now gone midnight. They never heard us, and left after about 15 minutes or so. By this point I was cold, very cold. After midnight it started to rain, lightly at first, heavily later. Summer clothes worn during the previous day were not great in a cold, empty, derelict mansion. Hours later... Around 5.30am, as light emerged again, we walked home retracing our steps from the evening before, across dew-soaked fields and over Lumbrook to Dale Lane once again. Now, though, Lumbrook's dream was high. It had started to rain heavily around 3am. Once home, I slept all day. It does say deep water. Yeah, it says deep water on the other one. I bet this took some cleaning out, because you know the ponds up near us where we used to play it? Yeah. The dip. That's really murky, isn't it? Yeah. It's not as clean as this. I mean, I wouldn't want to drink it. Why Why are there steps? Well, I'm assuming when it was the mansion, it was the um, steps to the boat or something. I don't know. They had a little rowing boat. Or just in case you want to... We're fishing on it. You really can't have, really have a moat in here. In case you want to take a wade. Yeah. Know. They might fish on it or something. Well, they might used to have fished on it. They'd just go wading out, yeah. So where was the mansion? Was it over that? I'm not really sure. At the time, I never thought much about the night at Pickford's. It was just another adventure. Innocent days. I mention all this because I'd been meaning to go to Grappenall Hayes Walled Garden for a long time. Years, in fact. But with one thing and another, I never got around to it. That is, until last weekend. It was hot. Not summer hot, spring hot, around about 18 centigrade. Enough to make midges dance in the garden as the sun went down and for bees to emerge looking for nectar. You'll no doubt have guessed by now that my overnight adventure 40 years ago in that derelict mansion was the site of where Grappenall Hayes Walled Garden is located. Oh, is one close. You know what I mean, Jess? Yes. The, the one with the wavy hair that's like... Brown? Yeah. yeah. She's um, your year, no, maybe a year younger. Yeah, she's a year younger. Yeah. I feel like this one. isn't safe. It was a big fat one in the He doesn't look very happy, this one, does it? Which one? This one's sort of swimming sideways a bit. Yeah, that's what they do when they're about to die. Right. It doesn't look very healthy, I have That to looks say. like ice, but it's clearly not. No, no it's, I, think, I think all these ones seem to be trapped in the dirt. Well, they could go out, couldn't they? Yeah, but doesn't that look like ice? I know what you mean. It does have that sort of layer of something on it as if it is, but it won't be today, of course. 
Cool. Don't know what the temperature is today. What was it, about 20? Are you checking on Snapchat? I'm checking first. I'm, I'm what, can you check on Snapchat? 18 yeah. degrees. 18? Yeah. So it all is. It feels warmer. Yeah. I mean, it's delightful. That's what I wanted to do. Both of you, take me photographs of the place. Because if I'm walking around with this, I can't take photos. Yeah, Right, what's through here? You might be able to see the old, the grounds of the old building if you look through here. Oh, it's beautiful around The mansion is long gone now. It was demolished not too long after that night that we had there. It was deemed unsafe. Dangerous, in fact. It never occurred to us all those decades ago how dangerous it was. So now, decades later, it was with excitement I took my daughters over to the walled garden last week to have a look around. I'd not been before, as I say, but my youngest daughter had been taken there with her junior school a couple of years ago, St Matthew's in Stretton. I remember the mansion all those years ago was grey, cold and dead. By contrast, today, the walled garden was warm and alive with colour. Decades ago, as children, we knew it as Pickfords, as I say, though we were aware of its original name, Grappinall Hayes. There was then, as there is now, no agreement of the spelling for Hayes. I don't know why, I think I prefer H-E-Y-E-S for Hayes. The estate was originally built for the Parr family in the 19th century, the same Parr family name that is used for many Warrington landmarks many cultural, such as the Parr Hall. In fact, the Parr Hall was given to Warrington at an original estimated cost of £5,000, but nearly doubled that once it was finished. It was given to Warrington as a gift by the Parr family. The Parr family were bankers, and their newly built Grappinall Hayes mansion was similar in size to other prominent estates, built for the Greenalls, Lions, Crossfields and Rylands. Yeah, so that must have been on here where the, ground, the building was, I think. Although, Wait, where that field is? yeah, but saying that, I would have thought it would have been in within the walls, but yeah. Right, so 1998 it says on there. Well, in fact, go up close to the gate and take a picture of where it's carved in, where it says 1998 for me. It's right. Either, don't matter. Or do it from here in the middle so you get both. It's just overwhelmed. It is a bit, isn't it? I'm just like. This is a lot, lot Is it nicer bright or is it just that I've got new glasses? Is it bright? No, oh, it's bright. Is it very bright? It is very bright, yeah. Because um, I'm just like, ah. Oh. Yeah, but saying that, you might be getting it even brighter because of the, um, whatever, you know, so new glasses. Despite the Parr family being prominent in Warrington history, I have a second confession to make. I didn't know much about their history until I read about them in the guidebook to the Parr family in Grappinall Hayes, written by Margaret Fellows and Ian Galt. The best six pounds I've ever spent. What a great, fascinating read. Much of what I talk about here in terms of the Parr family is taken from that book. For more than 200 years, the Parr family had property and land in the Warrington area, but it was only from 1828 that Grappinall became their permanent family home. It's interesting to realise the Parr family name probably originated from the Parr district of St Helens. Though the Parr family stretches back through many centuries and held land and property in the northwest from around 1290. The branch of the Parr family tree that had Grappinall Hayes built goes back to just after Shakespeare's day in 1690. 
Interestingly, in terms of place names, Joseph Parr, born in Liverpool in December 1755, lived from the estate of his grandparents in a house called Fir Grove, in Liverpool's West Derby district. That Fir Grove was demolished in 1928. I dare say the Fir Grove Hotel, sort of on the border of Grappen Hall and Latchford, probably takes its name as well from the Parr family home. But as I say, the Parr Fir Grove, in Liverpool's West Derby district, was demolished in 1928 though I can't help feeling the demolition of par estates, homes and houses, over the years is a metaphor for the aristocracy. That conservatory thing, that's what Jess fainted. I bet it's warm in there. It is. Incidentally, referring back to other family estates mentioned earlier, Joseph Parr married Ellen Lyon of Appleton in October 1780, the same Lyon family that gives its name to Lyons Lane, the leafy road or lane that splits the sites of the two Bridgewater schools upper and lower, running west to east and across to views at the east end of Grappenall Hayes, higher up on the gently climbing hill. Putting it in a saucepan of water and just warming it gently. It'd take about two or three hours to go back to a liquid again. I'm going to buy one of those books on the way out. That'll give me loads of info. I literally thought that was a horse there because it has like a saddle shape thing. Oh, up there. I was looking at you looking at this pram. I thought, how could you mistake that? Over there. It does look like it's got a saddle on, doesn't it? Yeah, I was like, whoa, there's a horse. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Should we go and walk on the gravel? Crunch, crunch. We had to draw that as well. That way, little shade. That bush thing, And yeah. then it was really hot, so we were all lying down in that bit of shade. <laughs> Not <laughs> much shade. I know. It was really hot. How warm was it? Huh? How warm was it? Was this... Was this all like July time or something? It was like near the end of the year. Right. So it was in summer. The weather was bigger gaps in this before. No, Daisy. No, Not really? Zach. Not Zach. Um, Tom. Though not originally involved with the sugar industry that had been growing into Thomas Patton's successful sugar enterprise in Warrington, in 1778, Joseph Parr, aged 23, entered into partnership with him. In the same year that Joseph Parr began his sugar refining in Warrington's Horse Market Street, known then only as the Horse Market, Thomas Lyon of Appleton's Lyons family opened a similar business at Banquee. The horse market in Warrington's Horse Market Street was first recorded in 1645, right in the middle of Shakespeare's lifetime. Horse Market Street is where Joseph Parr built his first bank. In fact, Joseph Parr moved into banking from the sugar business only because of a chance conversation with a local solicitor, Walter Kerfoot. Walter Kerfoot at that time was complaining about the lack of banking facilities in Warrington. I'm fairly certain that Walter Kerfoot, that solicitor, gave his name to Warrington's Kerfoot Street. Parr's first bank opened as a partnership between himself, Thomas Lyon and Walter Kerfoot on the 25th of September 1788. Incidentally, Thomas Lyon continued other business interests in Warrington, most notably as a partner in the Saracens Head Brewery with Thomas Greenall. Over the years, Parr's banks became more successful. By the time that London branches opened in 1891, the name of Parr Banks had changed a few times over the years. By 1923, the bank changed its name once more to Westminster Bank after the amalgamation with the London Bank of that name. It's delightful. 
Garlic puffins white. Garlic. That's, that's some cool garlic puffins white. It is. Want to nick a bit? No, don't. <laughs> that was called elephant garlic. Elephant garlic. That grows really, really tall, but it forgets it, it. forgets it's there. Oh, oh they'd never, never forget. forget. You got that wrong. I did. It wasn't the best of jokes, anyway. No, right. Prepare to be warmed up. You went where? Conserve. Shall we go down into the conservatory or shall we go up to that one? Let's go into see how warm it gets. I don't think I'll be staying in there for too long. Alright, oh, so there's the old, that's what we stayed in when we hid up in the uh, attic. How did you get up there? You were so cool. Well, when you go into the rooms upstairs, it's, you know, like we've at home, we've got a little loft to access. How did you get up there? Was it a ladder? Oh, it's like 20 lads, so you just get stand well, on somebody's how did, back. The, how did the last one get up? Pull him up. Alright. Because okay. there's 19 of you up there, so you come on. Alright, okay, that's alright. Just drag him up. In terms of the Grappenall Hayes history, Joseph Parr first bought land in Appleton in 1796. His son Thomas Parr created the Grappenall Hayes estate that stretched across from Grappenall over into Appleton, taking in Witherwind Farm, Dairy Farm and Stud Farm, Clay Bank Farm, Moss House Farm, Car House Farm, Yew Tree Farm, Mountain Farm on Stockton Lane and Dingle Farm in Appleton, between the two Dingles as the name suggests. Interestingly, a Grappenall pub was owned too. It was originally called the Barry Arms, but was changed to the Parr Arms upon purchase. During World War II in 1941, Grappenall Hayes was requisitioned by the government, and in that time it housed 50 members of the Women's Royal Naval Service and several officers from the nearby Royal Naval Air Station, HMS Blackcap, over in Stretton, now also a disused area, though you can still see the runways. Oh, it does smell like a greenhouse, doesn't it? I love it. I like the smell. It smells like the polytunnel. It smells like what? That polytunnel thing at Nanny. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's greenhouse smell, isn't it? I don't like it. It's too hot. It's it is a bit hot. Go on, let's go outside. Do you want a, a drink or something and an ice cream? Well, I, don't, I don't know where the shop is. It's down there, I guess, is it? Once the war was over, Grappenall Hayes was handed back to the Parr family, but it was very run down. And by now, the owner, Henry Charlton Parr, placed it up for sale. And it was a few years after the Second World War, in 1950, that the breakup of the estate started. The house and the formal gardens were sold for £7,500 to the British Transport Commission, though it seems they didn't really use it all that much, because under their ownership, it was mainly used by Pickfords, the removal company. That ain't gonna work, is it? That's true enough. Prove me wrong. Yeah. So where do we go up here? We're not going bees. Field. Yeah, bees. Yeah. Where do we Down go? Down there. So can we not go across? Well, we can. If I can only go that way, can you? Right. Oh well, why did you say you could it? Because I thought we were going down there. Oh, I don't know if they still have these, but they used to. So. This was quite a few years ago. It was two years ago. <laughs> cool. So was it year six you came here, or year five? I think it was year six. 
because I think Zach wasn't there. Right. Golfing said he hid in that hole. No, but then I remembered it was Tom. Oh, you smell the garlic. Oh, well, Tom's tiny anyway, isn't he? Yeah. Tom literally hasn't grown since year four. Oh. What do you think the, this is locked off for? Maybe because they're Probably new. Probably birds don't eat it also. They're probably like oh, crazy right. ones. Yeah, but why lock it? Because a bird wouldn't be able to get in. Or are these, these maybe the special trees that we don't want anybody to nick because they're so special? I don't know. No one's going to nick trees. You'd That's think not. Hard. Yeah, like, hello. <gasps> You'd think not. Maybe it's just because they look smaller than the rest. They're probably just like trying to grow up with babies before anyone right. can like, touch them. Yeah. Well, this has been a bit of a gem for me. I've loving it. I do like a crunchy gravel path. Yeah. All right. We found a bees. It's all black and white. Yeah, well, because they're old photographs. See, found bees. Mm. Loads of eggshells. Don't tread on them. Not going on it. That's a nice look. Oh. That's a really nice view. It was used by Pickfords as a storage depot, and I guess it was around about 1975, during the Pickfords' time, and maybe a year or so after that long night that me and my brother and their friends stayed there. As I say, it was a year or so afterwards, so we have got a good alibi. Well, it was around about that time in 75 that a large fire occurred, and this was at the time that Warrington Town Development Corporation took control and owing to that fire, it became unsafe, and therefore demolished. Should we do what you do, where you like, lie on the floor and you're there like, hey? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it out there, yeah. I'll lie on the floor. Yeah. Get a brilliant picture of mm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna lie on that tree. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to look after the can, or you can put it on the chair, on the uh, chair? Yeah. On the, you do um, that, you look after that can. On the tree itself. Oh, that's a big mushroomy thing underneath. Oh, ew, that's disgusting. I'm stuck. Okay. Emily, I'm going to take a picture of you. Oh, wait, no, I'm just getting on the tree. <laughs> I'm just getting on the tree. And there you are. More a tree. I spotted that. Spotted what? Emily getting on the tree. Oh. That looks like a little doorway. Yeah, it does. Emily's gonna take a great picture of me. Wait, wait. Cheers. Woohoo. But I like my top, but I don't like the back of it. You face the camera. That's an issue. What? Face I don't know what to do. What should I do? Keep still, it'd be easy for them. <laughs> do some like. You don't have to do anything, do you? Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I have to do something. Wait, what? I didn't think you took any pictures. You were looking like you were having fun. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Thanks. I'll take that in a sec. Anybody in? 
doesn't look like a little doorway. Or like a little post box or something. Is that a path over there as well? Here, but we weren't meant to, but we did anyway. It's just a little magical pathway. Wish I knew what that bird was. I could pretend it's a whistling warbler. That's one of them. I don't think we really exist. I just made it up because it sounds like I know what I'm talking about when I don't. 